Hello, I'm Pastor Keith Babb III, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the podcast of the Way Church of Tampa Bay. Our desire is that as a result of the word, that you no longer settle with simply coming to church, but you become the church. I pray that you enjoy this broadcast and that it challenges you, that it convicts you, and that it changes you. Thank you again, and let's enter into today's message. Thank you, oh God, for all that you have done in our lives. Thank you, God, for all that you continue to do. Thank you, oh God, for what you will do on tomorrow. God, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. God, we thank you. God, your soul is so worthy of the glory, the honor, and the praise. God, when things ain't going right, you're still worthy. When things are going bad, you're still worthy. When things are going good, you're still worthy. When things are going mediocre, you're still worthy. So we just say thank you on this morning. Earlier, the worship team sung freedom. And I want to pray for our freedom on today. God was speaking to me and he showed me two things. We have old bondage, meaning bondage before the pandemic, bondage before the injustices, bondage before hurricane season, bondage before people dying everywhere. And then during the pandemic, some of us have taken on new bondage. And so my prayer for us today, scripture says that the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. There is no longer chains. There is for us to no longer be bound. So I want to pray for our freedom on today. I don't know what you have been bound to. You know, I know what I've been bound to and I've even found myself even in this pandemic taking on things that I had not had before. And I had to go before God and say, God, I need you to free me. So I want to pray for our freedom today. I want you to have a moment of honesty. They that know the truth knows that the truth shall set them free. And I pray. That you could be honest with yourself. Just how I had to be honest with myself. Let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you, oh God, just first of all acknowledging you. God, we're acknowledging you that you are Jehovah Rapha. God, we are acknowledging that you are Jehovah Jireh. God, we are acknowledging you that you are our rock, our strength, our priest, our strong tower, our deliverer, our judge. So we come to you on today with old bondage. We come to you on today with new bondage, declaring that you are the one to set us free. So right now, God, I pray for the one that is struggling with pride right now. God, we know that he comes before fall. And I pray in the name of Jesus that they can lay it all down. God, I pray, God, for those 
that are filled with envy and jealousy and malice that's been unspoken God I pray for those things that we think in our minds God that are not worthy of your glory I pray for those things, oh God, that plague our mind, God, that make us ugly and nasty on the inside. God, on today, somebody's struggling with pornography. And I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you will take the taste out of their mouths, oh God, that you will set them free in this moment, oh God. God, somebody is contemplating having an affair. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will wipe their minds clean, oh God. I pray, oh God, that they will be holy, God, for you are holy. Lord God, somebody is contemplating suicide on today. God, they're tired. They're tired in their minds. They made a plan. They're tired in their bodies. They're just sick and tired and they're hopeless. So I pray in the name of Jesus that you will set them free on today. God, some of us are battling food addictions on today. We don't look at it as sin because we need food to eat. But some have been eating and eating and eating eating our emotions eating our feelings eating our sadness eating when we're hurt eating when we feel alone and i pray right now in the name of jesus that you'll set them free i pray that your word will be their bread of life i pray god that there'll be a new creature in you lord god some of us are struggling with loneliness low self-esteem our confidence is on rock bottom god i pray in the name of jesus that your people will know that they are the apple of your eye that you have not left them or forsaken them oh god lord god some of us are gripped with fear oh god as a result of this pandemic we're afraid of dying but i pray in the name of jesus that your people will know that you love them oh god that regardless if the pandemic comes and they you heal them oh god that means you kept them regardless if the pandemic comes and they get sick oh god god you're still with them and god regardless if the pandemic comes and you take them on the glory that means they're with you and so we say thank you on this morning oh god so I ask God that you will break that fear in the name of Jesus. God, some of us are walking around in darkness. Oh, God, don't even know what the marvelous light may be. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that they'll become the light of the world. Lord God, some of us are just tired. God, I need you to take off that heaviness, oh God. Dealing with our children, dealing with our husbands, dealing with our wives, dealing with our family members, dealing with our jobs. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will renew and strengthen them on today. God, we need you today. We know that your spirit is here, God, and we pray that your spirit will set your people free on today. God, break the sadness right now. 
Some of us are walking around in a false sense of self, a false sense of confidence. God, but there's sadness behind that mask. And I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you'll remove it. Free your people on today. God, those dealing with anorexia and bulimia, oh God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll break it. Hallelujah. God, you're so worthy. God, I pray for our minds, our bodies, our souls, our spirit, oh God. I pray, God, that we will become one and the same with you, oh God. God, I pray that we put the drugs down, the alcohol down, the tobacco down, the vapes down. God, I pray that we put the black and mild and the weed down. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, we put the meth down, that we will put all the MFFs down, that we'll put heroin down in the name of Jesus. God, your people need you. God, those that are suffering in silence, God, I pray that they can walk in freedom. God, your people need you on today. Because we know that who the Son sets free is free indeed. God, forgive us, God, for complaining about every little thing. God, we walk in the bondage of murmuring and complaining and nagging our spouses. God, forgive us on today. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that we can encourage God. And if we don't have anything good to say, God, I pray that we're like Ezekiel, God, that you will glue our tongues to the roof of our mouths, God, and keep our mouths shut. God, we need you. Forgive us, oh God. Take the bondage off of us, God. Take the heaviness off of us, God. Take the weight off of us, God. God, we've been entangled for so long that we don't even know that we're walking in bondage. When everybody else can see it, God, but we can't. God, I ask that you remove it. God, we lift your name high because you are Yahweh. We lift you high. We love you. We adore you. We appreciate you. And we ask all of these things in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I am so honored on this morning, not only to be in the presence of the Lord. I don't have to be in a church building. I can have church in my house all by myself. And I've just been so full on this week because even in the midst of a pandemic, God continues to speak. I know that God has a word on today. I am so honored to bring up uh, Pastor Cole. Those of you that know him, you may never seen him before, but I affectionately call him my honey bun. I love, I love, I love. I say it all the time. Tony Braxton says it best. I love me some him. When I think about Pastor Cole, I think about rare jewels. I think about a Tanzanite or a black opal very rare I I hear in society women say oh well you know how men are that's not my experience my husband cooks he cleans he cares for Cody and myself he's a Christian 
He's committed to prayer. He's committed to God. He serves the community. He provides peace. He provides protection. So when I hear that statement, it almost makes me cringe because that is not my experience. He is a man of integrity. He's a man that loves God. He's a man that loves the word. I wake up in the middle of the night to get something to drink and it'll be four o'clock in the morning. And he's watching the word or he folding laundry and watching the word. Amen. But I just love um, how God speaks to him. I love that he does not have a problem serving. More, more than often, Pastor Cole is in the background making things happen. He preaching today. He back there with headphones in his ear trying to make sure the sound is good for you. He does not mind serving. And that's rare because oftentimes people want to be in the limelight. But that's not who he is. And so I'm so grateful that almost 17 years ago, we met at Club Joy. Yes, I said it, Club Joy. Y'all don't go meet your husband at the club. I ain't saying that. But I'm so grateful. On August 31st, 2002, I met Pastor Britton Colin. He's not the same man that he was back then. And I'm so grateful that I've had a front row seat, an opportunity to see God grow him, to see him mature him. It's always been in him. You know, he comes from good lineage. He got his grandfather was an evangelist. He got pastors and bishops and evangelists and apostles in his family. So he comes from good stock. And I thank God that even if he may have wavered, he came back to God. And I thank God that he's called for this hour in this moment. Let us receive Pastor Cole. Praise the Lord, everybody. She didn't got me all hot and bothered. Y'all, excuse me. Let me get back to the word. But when you got a, a woman that can pray like that and look good, too, I said it. She looks good. She definitely looked good to me. Everybody else, stay away from my wife. But praise the Lord. I, you know, I, I get tied up before I can actually get into the sermon because, like she said, I come from old stock. And Sam, don't turn it all the way off because it's so, it sounds like this. Cam, stop it because I know you come from old stock too. Turn on the microphone. You might know this one. I'm sorry if, if I'm right there and we're sitting here and, and we're, we're looking at us like, what is he going to do? Uh, to some, I might look young and others, you might be saying, what's this old man doing up here? But I remember a time when you used to go to church with your mother or your grandmother or your grandfather or your uncle. or Maybe the church van just used to pick you up because your parents weren't there yet. I, see, I remember all of those phases. And I remember in a moment like this, I can't forget about grandma because she used to just say something like this. And they used to have testimony service before they testified. They would say something simple like this. My soul loves Jesus. Come on, Kim, help me out. My soul See, they, they, they didn't know Yahweh. They knew my soul loves Jesus. I don't want to forget about those that are out there that didn't know Yahweh. But they knew that they loved Jesus. And, and it's, it's real simple. It's just my soul Loves Jesus. Loves Jesus. See, I, I see even right now, Miss Sharon West remembers my soul. Loves Jesus. Loves Jesus. 
what you got to remember they grew up with an education that was far less than a master's degree but they had already mastered Jesus before they had turned a grown-up so even in these moments maybe you need to turn to the person next to you and they're wondering why you're acting that way but it's because your soul loves Jesus Is that where you at on today? Does your soul love Jesus? Now, y'all got to help me out because, yes, I am a little old school. I'm young, but I'm old. This is what happens when you hang out in the room with old people. You get a little old yourself. I try to stay looking young. She calls me her honey bun. I think I'm shaped more like a honey bun. I'm working on that. Praise the Lord. But at least somebody likes me. Praise the Lord. The Lord sets apart something for me. Y'all got to talk to me. I see you online, but you got to say something to me. You might as well, all the people in the building that are the essential workers, you might as well talk to. They know you're in here. They didn't see you on the camera. So on, on today, on today, we're still in lessons for the loss. Pastor Cole has been teaching for the past two weeks about lessons for the lost. I didn't even know I was lost until he started teaching again. I said, oh my God, I am lost. I did not realize my GPS system had went just crazy on me, but I'm so glad that he was preaching all these past couple of weeks that brought us right back where we need to be. And I'm honored that he would allow me to stand in this place and that he is, no, he's not on vacation. He's actually on another assignment so that another preacher can take a vacation. And we thank God for his ministry even right now for everything that he's doing and Lady Serena right by her side. I thank God for this praise team that came up here and they blessed me on today and hopefully they blessed you also. But let's go ahead and get right into the word. Um, the, it, today we're doing lessons from the loss, but it's a fluid situation. Does everybody hear me? It's a fluid situation. And so right now, we've been hearing this all over, all over, talking about a fluid situation. You can turn the air back on, Andre. The air don't bother me. It's all right. And, and so right now, see, it's a fluid situation. See, what you're used to is stuff being so stagnant that when change comes, you don't know what to do. And so right now that we're in this fluid situation, you got to be ready to shift. Maybe you don't understand what fluid is. Thank God you're, I have a definition right here. Here's one part. It says fluid it's having particles that easily move and change their relative position without a separation of mass that easily yields to pressure and capable of flowing. I know you're sitting over here like I did not come for a science lesson, but those that know a little bit about science, you probably were yelling right then because you understand if the Bible is fluid, it will shift for your situation. So here we go. Uh, we, we're, we're on point point two of what fluid is subject to change or movement. If your situation is fluid, it may be subject to change or movement. Can you understand that? Now, there, there are also other things that fluid may be. It's available for various uses. We're talking about the Bible right here. We're talking about the, the reason why they wrote the Bible. We're talking about Jesus. If you look and you learn on today what we can use this word for and it says various uses see see right now you're just in here like okay okay he's giving me definitions he's giving me that but 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 i i don't understand why i need to yell i need to scream on today well if you stay with me i promise you you'll get something out of today all right here we go we're, we're right here we're already at point one 
of a fluid situation. How do you do that? Simple as this. You need to protect the promise of your past. Guess what? Every single one of us, if you're right here, you have a past. And the, the, the scripture that is on that is Deuteronomy 6, verses 1 through, eight, 1 through 8. Please stay with me. Deuteronomy 6, I want you to read it. If you can go ahead and grab your Bible and read it with me so you can know I'm not a liar. We don't want to be a liar on this morning. Uh, and, and, and I see people up, they're standing up, they're sitting down. It's all right. It's going to be a fluid situation. You might have to stand up 10 times. Don't let me hold you back. Stand up in your living room. Are you listening right now? Stand up. Here we go. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 through eight these are the commandments decrees and regulations that the lord your god commanded me to teach somebody say you they commanded me to teach you you must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy somebody say we're going somewhere i don't see you in the comments say we're going somewhere and so you and your children, listen again, and your grandchildren must fear the Lord, your God, as long as you live. Keep going. If you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy a long life. Verse three, listen closely, listen closely, Israel, meaning God's people and be careful to obey. Then all will go well with you and you will have many children in the land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors promised you. Somebody say promised. promised. Verse four. Listen, O Israel, God's people. Come on, listen up. The Lord is our God. The Lord alone. Stop looking for other stuff. It's just him. And you must love. Here's the first one. Listen up. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. Verse 6, and you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commandments and that I am giving you on today. Don't do it halfway. Do it all the way. Verse 7, repeat them again and again. Somebody say again and again. Not just to yourself, but to your children. Say to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road. Talk about it in the car. When you are going to bed and when you're getting up. Verse 8, tie them. This is serious. Tie them to your hands and wear them on your forehead. The Bible is talking about writing stuff on your forehead. Maybe little Wayne wasn't that crazy. As reminders, and verse 9, also write them on the doorposts of your houses and your gate. You may have your seat or, or stand up. I don't really care. Whatever you do in these moments, the Bible is reminding us that we have to remember and protect the promises of our past. Somebody say protect your promise. So in these moments right here, you may be looking, what does this have to do with a fluid situation? Well, it's ever changing. But in fluid situations, what can happen is if it's like water, it can get caught up in the flow. Did y'all hear me? So what you're going through can get caught up in the flow of what's happening and you could forget about the promises of the God. So right now he's saying, I need you to protect the promise that I've already given to you and your ancestors. I've already given you a promise that you're looking for in a moment like now, but you forgot because the situation was fluid. So how do we how do we protect this promises? We got to listen closely. That's actually what it said, because it knew that we'd be in a situation like this. And it said it again. It said, listen closely 
and not only listen closely, but be careful to obey. So, so you've heard, this is what my son does. I'm trying to tell him something. All right, Cody, turn the tablet off. Cody, turn the tablet off. Cody, turn okay, 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 okay. I know you heard me, but you didn't obey. So he tells you to listen closely, and not only listen closely, be careful to obey. There's two parts to this particular passage right here. It is not about requesting something from the Lord, but listening to what God has to say because he already made a promise to his people. I'll say it again. You need to listen to what he has to say because whatever he's already he's already done it. He already made a promise to his people. And what happens is in moments like this, in moments like a pandemic, in moments like unemployment, in moments like they don't even know what I'm going through. I just got a diagnosis of cancer. Who cares about COVID in these moments? Listen to the promise he already gave you instead of always making requests to the Lord. You know, in a lost place, it's real easy to get caught up in making requests. It's real easy. And it says, okay, 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 okay. This is my son. Okay, 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 okay. I'm listening. But are you being obedient? Are you in a place that you are loving God with all your heart, with all your with all your strength? Are you are you doing this half-heartedly? I'll give God Sunday and Wednesday. I'll be the first one on live. They don't know what I'm going through. Come on, Miss Shernette. I know I, I, I don't know what you're going through because I don't have eight kids in my house. But he's still saying, love the Lord. Even in the moment, I don't know what you're going through. Yes, you've lost your job, but he's still saying, love me with all your heart. Not halfway. Don't give me this halfway love. Give me it. Obey. Be careful not just to listen, but obey. Somebody say obey. So in these moments, you have to protect your past. You know, the, the, the other part about this is we, we, we are loving God. It's practice for loving people. I'll wait. I'll let you eat that. Loving God, it's practice for loving people because loving people, somebody say it's hard. If, if, if we can love God that we don't see then we can love people. Actually, first John four and 20 said it a little backwards. He said, how could you love me and not love my people? You, he just straight up said, we don't even tell my son. He just said, you're a liar. You can't say that you love me and you don't even love my people. So I just reversed it on you. First, if you can love God, then you can love his people. But the reality is we like to listen, God, what do you got for me? But we don't want to carefully obey. We don't want to obey when he tells us to love them regardless of what they've done to you. He doesn't. We don't want to obey his creed when he tells us to forgive them when they don't deserve forgiveness. He doesn't want you to, to look at each other in a moment that you know you've been doing wrong in separate rooms in the same house and say, go and talk to him. We don't want to be in that place of listening carefully and being obedient. It's hard. To love God. It's, oh, God, he provides all of my needs according to his riches and glory. That person over in the other room, I'm not going to call him what other people might call him. But he don't even listen to me. Why should I listen to him? God's presence 
is something that could be great. You, you know, God, God teaches us in these moments that it's, it's, it's not just 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 like loving each other. It's practice. Sometimes, sometimes we can say, God, God, God feels really, we get really good moments in God and we're in his presence and we're overwhelmed through the worship and it was good and the prayer was good and you don't want to leave that place. Y'all didn't find a boo. You was like that. You couldn't wait to be around him. Ooh, that was nice. Ooh, that was good. Oh, I just don't want to leave, but I know I need to go home. Just like with God. But there are also times where you 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 feel like as though we're we're speaking and God's not listening. God, I've been coming to you. Hear me, God, hear me, God. But he's not listening. Guess what? People do that too. This is practice loving God, and then you'll love his people. But 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 he still says, I I I, I love you even when it doesn't feel like it's connecting together. You know, if nothing else, it's a simple word that can come from this frustration. God, I want to I want to give you all right now, but it's hard. But he keeps saying, don't forget about your past. You know, I, I, I remember uh, even even right now that that I, I used to be a youth pastor for eight years. And I, I used to love it. But the only reason why I got to that place of loving it was because I had been raised in a church. And I I had, yes, I had got to a place where, you know, hormones kick in and bad influence kick in and you veer away. But the seed had already been planted. And so even in these moments right now, when you can't get your baby to children's church, are you teaching them to remember your past? Are you teaching them the song that your grandma used to sing? Are you teaching them about what God has already brought you to before you got here? Because when you get to moments like this, sometimes you can't look at your current situation. You just got to remember the past. Somebody say, remember the past. And so if you don't protect your past, you'll forget your past. If you don't protect your past, you'll forget your past. And so in, in, in moments like this, I thank God for grandma. Now, I, I was sitting up here and I, I was looking and I was like, man, this is real crazy. I, I, I always just about a month ago, I had buried my uh, my grandmother and it was a blessing because she was as I, I would go back on to say a soldier in the army of the Lord. And I and I would remember uh, times not just going with her because I always cling to my mother's side of the family. And, and, and they were just, you know, the long lineage of preachers and pastors and bishops and everything. But then on the other side, and that was the church of God in Christ, but on the other side was my other grandmother. And, and, and you know, th- this comes to, I guess this is why my wife still loves me, because she was Baptist. And... And, and I used to sit up there and I used to wonder, like, my grandma would take me and, you know, I love the Baptist when, when we used to go to church. And she actually went to a church that was that was very well known. And this was during the, the early 80s. They had their own album. Look, album is the little round thing you spin. You put the needle on. All right. Somebody's with me. All right. Thirty five and over. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, it looked kind of like a CD. I know y'all remember CDs. And, and so you, you, you they had their own album and tape. 
And so they were well known. And so I would be able to go and and, and she would come and she would be so proud and she would put on her usher's uniform with her, her name on it and show what level of usher it was. It was like they were literally in this army and I would sit in the back and I would see her march up and serve God in the midst of ministry, but then go home and also serve us. So it helped me to remember that 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 everything that my grandmother taught me is now in me. Everything that my other grandma taught me is now in me and I have to protect it and give it to my son. And so when 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 when, when they go in and and I, I, I remember when when me and Chantel had first got married and I said, oh, Lord, this baptism, him. No, I'm so lost. I said, which page they on? Because I'm over here like, oh, they singing Ray Charles. I didn't know what song it was. I said they keep on saying Ray Charles, but they was really saying a charge to keep. Uh, it's OK. Go look it up. And so what happened was. They remembered through songs and psalms who God was. What am I saying? They were protecting their past. It wasn't too far ago that their parents, here it is, in the pandemic, their parents were part of the Spanish flu. Yeah, it seemed like 100 years ago was a long time to you, but my grandparents' parents survived. So what does that give you? That gives you hope. And so knowing that they survived, I know there's hope for us. How do you know there's hope for you? You're here. You're listening. You weren't one of the ones that didn't make it out of that Spanish flu. So right now, even in the midst of this pandemic that we call COVID-19, you can be the one that survives and tells the story. Somebody say protect your past. All right, let's keep moving. And you know what? We're, we're, we're into a place because it's a fluid situation that we're praying about your present. Our point two is pray about your present. In Matthew chapter seven, verses seven through 11, it clearly says like this familiar scripture, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and it will be and it will be open to you. Verse eight for everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks and to the to the one who knocks it will be open verse 9 come on let me slow down and which one of you if his son asks him for bread will give him a stone verse 10 if he asks for fish you will give him a serpent verse 11 if then who are evil know how to give good gifts y'all missed it with people run through that verse 11 if you say somebody say me i'm evil that's what the Bible says. You want to say that those of you who are evil, if then you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how many more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? The Bible right here, Matthew calls us evil. He was talking about us. We can give good gifts to the people that's around us. He said, if you can do that, imagine what God can do for you. So even in these moments, it's talking about if we can ask, it's going to be given unto us. But here it is. I started at verse seven. I started at verse seven. But before that, verses one through seven, you I don't know if you know that scripture. If you read Matthew, please read Matthew. It's good. Read Matthew because it talks about judgment. Right before you ask for anything, 
you can't go to God with this judgmental spirit about what everybody else has. Okay, maybe you don't hear me. If you're going to God and you want to ask him for stuff, don't go and ask him for somebody else's stuff. See, see, you, you're praying about your present. You can't go to God and I want to ask for what Charlotte got. Or, or, or I, I want to go up there and say, oh, but how would you let Rondell do that? And I've been serving on the ministry for how long? How can you go to God and ask for that if you're already coming with a judgmental spirit? You didn't think that was judgmental. But go back to Matthew. He's telling you, how are you going to look at what somebody else doing in their eye? And you got that log in your eye, timberwood, shiplack, whatever you want to call It's in your eye. You can't even see your own situation because you got that in your eye. So why would you come to me thinking that you are in spirit and truth and you got something in your eye? You can't even know what to ask for. Scripture tells it. Scripture tells it. Before you come and ask, get rid of the judgmental spirit. Don't worry about what everybody else got. God, what do you have for me? If I can give my son something good, you in heaven. Streets paved with gold. What am I waiting on? I don't have to have what my neighbor has. I don't have to worry about somebody else's business. Somebody say mind your business. That is part of praying for the present. You are minding your own business. My daddy would have said something else before he got saved. Y'all figure it out. Mind your business. And so now we're staying in this present situation. We're praying. And it says, you know what? God, here I am. I'm not worried about anybody else, but I'm lonely. That's my situation, God. I'm lonely. I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm broke, like I don't have no money, and I'm also broken. I just need your help. That is a present day prayer. Your present situation. You're protecting your past, and now you're praying for your present situation. It's not so much about what everybody else got. It's about, God, I know you have something for me. I know you do. I know you can supply all of my needs. But here it is. If you're going to pray, pray like you mean it. Why, why, why get up there and waste your time and not saying waste God's time because he doesn't live in time. But why waste your time and pray for something and you don't even mean it? Why, why get up? God! Sam, come with me. Why? 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 Lord, I, I forgot. I didn't mean it. I was just, I thought, you know, it was Tuesday. I was praying and said, I need to pray. Lord, bless my food. Hopefully it's okay, Jesus. Save it. Pray like you mean it. I, I, I reference this. Okay, y'all, y'all saw my wife, Minister Chantel. Some people may say, oh, Lord, I want to pray like Minister Chantel. No, you don't. No, you, I know part of the story. And I've been married to her almost 17 years. I only know part. The only one that knows all is God because some parts he let her forget. So her prayer comes out of a gift that was placed inside of her before she got to her situation. And so what happens is 
I, I, we, we had when we during our engagement, we we had gotten to a spat. I'll say that. It, it, or people call it an argument. You know, we 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 I, I had got to the situation. I wanted to be like Mary and Joseph, but she wasn't pregnant. I, I was just like, OK, I'm just going to go ahead and divorce her quietly. I ain't even going to tell nobody else that we get married. And and I, I was saying it to myself because she, you know, she, the way she prays, she really is. Um, and so and, and, and so in that situation, in that situation, I had I had sat back and I and, and, and I and I and I dream because that's where God speaks to me. And and he showed me her. He didn't show me the situation that we were upset about. He showed me her and he said, this is who you're marrying. So before you quickly put her away, this is who you're marrying. And so he showed me her in a place like like this. Now, it, I, actually, this is kind of small. Can you ever seen Joel Osteen's church? Y'all ever seen that? And and I saw her standing in front of something like that, and she was praying, and and she was speaking, and she was giving a word to the people of God. And my wife is like, uh uh-uh. uh, <laughs> I've told her the story before. She's like, nah, no, I didn't ask for that. Um, and and so the reality is, she didn't ask for it, but God had already placed the gift inside of her. And so he knew that if she was going to open up her mouth, she was going to pray like she meant it. And so and she was going to pray in her present situation. And so what what happens is she's already achieved that and y'all missed it. So every time she puts a prayer on Facebook, thousands see it. Every time she shares and doesn't want to share, God allows for a Colosseum to see it. Now, it was a moment like this. He knew what was going to happen, that people couldn't get into a place and pack out and get each other sick. But they still needed a word. And that's what's happening. God is moving and being fluid in our present situation. Y'all still waiting to get back to the old way and he's being fluid. He's moving. Catch up with God. Catch up with God. And so it, it, it is different occasions that God can be fluid in. But you got to pray about your present situation. Somebody say pray about your present situation. So that you can hear him in the situation. Uh, you know, the, the, these, these are moments we have to be fluid in. We have to protect the promise of your past. We got to pray about your future. And finally, we got to practice praise for your future. I say that again. We are protecting the promise of your past, praying about your present and practicing praise for our future. Right now is a moment that we're in the present, but we're practicing for the future. How how many people know that that's all practice is? It's being prepared for the future. And growing up in the old church, Brandon, you can go ahead and come back. I told you the situation fluid, Sam. You can go ahead and come back because I'm about done. In, in these moments, we are practicing praise. And it's really simple. Psalms 22. If you're still in your Bible, we're at church. Get your Bible back out. Psalms 22 verses 1 through 3. And this, it reminds me of the pandemic. And this is one of the Psalms of David, and it was a hard place to be in. It was a real hard place to be in. 
But verse one says it clearly like this. You saw I gave you time to get to Psalms 22 verses one. It says, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Just on this past week, my wife was praying about a disconnect. And this scripture is talking about it. My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Remember, this is during a time that God would literally speak to people. Why are you so far away when I groan for help? Verse two, every day, every day I call to you, my God, but you do not have an answer. Every night I lift my voice. But I find no relief. Is there anybody out there that this was your prayer? I, I, I've been calling on you day and night, but I find no relief. Then hope came in verse three. Please don't run through these scriptures quickly. Verse three. And it says, yet you are holy. Simply, it's a comma right there. Yet you are holy. And so you got to realize who God is when you're practicing praise for your future. He's holy and he's enthroned in the praises of Israel, meaning his people. You're called by his name. We're already in a place of being humbled. Here it is. It's not a pretty praise. It, 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 it looked like, yes, this just was a cry of no hope, but we thank God that verse three came. And, and this is what happens. We, 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 we practice makes perfect. Practice doesn't give you a winning game. It gets you prepared for the future. And so, so when, if, if you've ever played sports, if you ever watched sports before they actually get on the court, they practice longer than the game actually is. So maybe you're at home and you're like, God, I can't wait for this to end and to be done with it for things to go back to the way it used to be. But he's saying, this is what I need you to do. You've already done the two things I've, I've required of you to be in a fluid situation. But now it's time to practice your praise. And, 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 and this is this is what happens. You're at home. Don't wait for the church to come. You are the church. You have to get in a place that you're practicing praise because guess what that faith that you want your kids and your grandkids to have guess who they're watching they're watching how you practice praise in a moment like this so I, I'm, I'm going to help you I'm going to help you in, in moments like this you know I'm, I'm so glad I, I didn't need grandma to, to know Hebrew and Greek and no 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 she but she knew how to praise and so 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 in a moment like this you have to understand that some translation says he's enthroned and others say he inhabits well enthroned actually is a better translation because it gives reference to a king so 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 right here just 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 hold on sam yeah i know i know we're in a slow moment but come on out come on out we're going to praise Come on out. And I'm like, what is Pastor Cole doing with this chair? It's a fluid situation. Somebody say it's a fluid situation. And 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 so so Charlotte, are we zoomed out? Can they see the chair? 
All right. And, 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 and so in these moments, even just like this, just like this, prepare yourself to practice praise. I'm giving you a moment to go ahead and get into a posture of praise. Maybe you missed it that I said to practice praise. I see that I can tell you not from the old church, because if I would have said praise in the old church, I would have heard a hand clap. I would have seen somebody stand up. I would have heard somebody say something. Don't pretend like you're not in the room now, people. You're in the room. Go ahead. You can stand up. You can clap your hands. We're practicing praise. See, we're, this is it. I don't have no more points. This is it. We're practicing praise. Sam, we're colored. Give them some music. That we're, we're in a place that, that this, this is what I'm saying. And so if, if we're ever to get to the place that we're ready for the game, Sam. Uh-huh. And so see, if, if I was a hooper, I would say if we're ready for him to come and enthrone, that means to come and sit. And not just to sit, but to rule. See, when God comes and he, he don't just walk in and just see what he does, he has servants for that. And so when he comes in, he's looking for praise. And so how can we invite him in if there's no place of praise? If we want him to come in and rule in our lives, we have to have a place for him to sit and to rule. But the thing that he's looking for is he's listening and waiting for praise. Maybe you're in your living room. Go ahead and find one of them chairs. I don't care if one is the lawn chairs, one of the chairs you have in the back seat. We need to get in a place of praise so that he can enthrone and rule over our situation. Okay, I'm going to give you 10 seconds. Come on, figure it out. Figure it out. They need to hear you. Are you in your living room? preparing for praise this is not a time to be shy if you want your situation to change you need to prepare for praise if he inhabits praises make sure your place is a good place for him to sit see 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 if 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 if, if, if i was baptist i would say he's the prince of peace if if if, if, if i was in a dark place i would say he is the light of the world if, 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 if I was worried about the leadership that we have in this country, I would say he's the king of kings. Can't nobody else sit in this place but him. If, if, if I was in a place where I couldn't see nothing but darkness and evilness, I would say he's the holy one. Also, I would say, you know what? I, I'm depressed and I'm sick and I can't even look at people. Guess what? He's a wonderful counselor. If, if you get into a place where you need a savior, he's Emmanuel. He's coming to save us. You know what? I love this church. Why? Because he's the way. He's the truth. And what is he? He's the life. If you know what? When when we need a sacrifice, he's the Lamb of God. When when we need him, a, a person that would be here for us, he's a Messiah. When he's over here and we're hungry, he's the bread of life. When when we just need to call him and we don't know what else to say, just be Jehovah. You fill in the blank, God. Right now, we're battling, so we need a strong tower we can run into. Even right now, he's the Lord of Lords. And like my grandma said, he's just Jesus Christ. Find a place right now that he can come and inhabit your praise. Don't sit there in your living room and not be in a place that he can inhabit your praise. Make a place for him to come and sit. 
Make a place for him to come and sit. Make a place for him to come and sit. Let him come. God, we're glad that we may be caught up in the middle. In the middle of our situation. But we're also glad that you are the Alpha and the Omega. If that's you, even on today, we thank God for everything that has already happened and already occurred. We're, 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 we're up here. We know it's a fluid situation. Whatever you're going through, maybe it's not you. Share this message with someone else. Everything in your life has changed. But guess what? God is fluid. He moves. He can take shape of every situation. He's protecting the promise of your past. Tell your kids. Tell your neighbor. Tell everybody about what's going on. Don't lose the heritage that God has placed inside of his people. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. After you're done protecting the promise of your past. My God. You're praying for your presence. You know where you are. Don't be jealous of everybody else. Pray about where you are right now. Where you are right now. Where you are right now. It's a fluid situation. It's a fluid situation. I see you. Are you in a place that you're ready to practice your praise? You know, really right now, it really doesn't matter which one of those you're at. I was naming some things that they call God and he can be your everything in these moments. He can be your everything in these moments. So I'm going to pray that wherever you are, wherever you are in this moment, you have a place for him. If nothing else, don't lose your praise. Because if he can come and he can rest in it and not just rest, this isn't a place for him to be lazy. This is a place for him to rule. Because we've we've seen the lack of leadership in this country, you 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 didn't you you forgot what good leadership looks like. A, a a king would always care about his people. He would go into battle for his people. He would call on the whole army over his people. He left an inheritance for his people. He made sure that whoever was the next ruler was appropriate to lead. Jesus is there in these moments. So I'm just going to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, wherever each and every person that's either listening or watching, whether it's in their car, whether it's at home, whether it's live right now, God, you know where they are. Maybe they're stuck in their past. No one ever told me about Jesus. 
now I know now I'll share it I won't let the next generation go not knowing who he is God I'm, I'm, I'm I, I remember what you've already done from for grandma and mama and Moses and, and all but God I'm sad I don't want to be here this is a hard place for me this is hard speak to him I promise you he's listening that promise is still yours it's still yours he just wants to know where you really are the word has never changed he's still going to supply all your needs and I'm not sick God didn't run out he didn't run out I know they're saying they ran out of the, 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 the packages the stimulus packages and unemployment God didn't run out still supplying needs there's never been a plague or a sickness nor economy nor leadership that God has ever ran out maybe you were at the place you just didn't feel like praising I can't go in the church I want to be back with the church I want to be with his people see Miss Alvira run again that doesn't have to stop their praise practice it practice it for these moments practice it because I guarantee if you're practicing your praise in moments like this God can sit and he can rule let go let go of your hand let go of the promises that you made to yourself. You never had the power to do it. God, we need you. Come and rule in these moments, God. We thank you even right now, God, for every person listening, God. Increase their faith. Show them the hope. Even right now, God. You're more than able. Touch them. Touch them right where they are. God, let them wake up with a praise on their lips in the morning. Regardless of their situation. Let them show their children, their neighbors, their friends. Who God is in moments just like this. We need you. We need more than the pity pet God. We need the God that can come in and his glory fills the room and we're unable to speak. We're unable to talk because your glory it rests in that place. We need that God. our praise eventually leads us to a place of worship 
that regardless of how it turns out, you're still God. We know that you're more than able, so we thank you even right now. We thank you for the testimonies that will come forth because of what you will do and what you have already done. We thank God for the seed that was planted in our children and our children's children. We thank you, God, for our ancestors that weren't able to see the seeds that they planted that came and we're standing here today because of them. That they knew you in a different kind of way. God, help us to have that testimony. We know you in a different way. We thank you, God. So as Minister Chantel comes right now, she's gonna she's gonna help you out and that maybe you're not called by the name of God's people she's gonna help you get connected on today we thank you amen I thank God for Pastor Cole and that word. It's a fluid situation. It's fluid. I am personally encouraged and strengthened by the word on today. I thank God for his presence in this place. I thank God for his presence in your living room, in your car, in the break room because he's with us his presence is with us it sits upon us so I'm so grateful that he's a fluid guy so regardless of you are trying to protect the past praying for your present or practicing the praise for right now for your future I just thank God I thank God for this moment. Don't be so quick to get to the next moment. Sometimes we got to stay in this moment. God, we thank you. God, we need you. So maybe you've been watching online and you're not sure of this God, this Jesus that Pastor Cole has been talking about that the praise team has been singing about who's Yahweh who's who's a God that brings freedom one of our scriptures for our church these scripture our church is John 14 and 6 and it says I am the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the father except through me and so if you can honestly do an introspection of your own life and say I haven't confessed him as my Lord and Savior. I haven't believed what my, in my heart that he is God. Then this is your moment. Yes, we're not physically in a building. But if you can say, Lord, I accept you on today. I believe who you are. I believe that you died. And on the third day you got up. That's all you need to say. And I promise you. 
your life will change. And as I say before, you'll continue to have challenges, but your life will change. And if that's you on this morning, I ask that you let us know because we are so excited to build this kingdom of God, God's army. So please email us at churchoffice at the way at tampabay.org and let us know that you gave God your hand on today. Or maybe you said, I've been watching for a while. I've been checking y'all out. The word is good. Praise and worship is awesome. And I want to make the way church my church home. Again, we welcome you. Just because we're not physically here and you can't physically walk down the aisle and shake Pastor Keith's hand. You can connect with us online and let us know that you want to be a part of the church today. And so, again, you can go to church office at waytampabay.org and let us know that, hey, I want to be a member. We still got Pastor Keith says all the time. God's work still has to be done, even in the midst of a pandemic. So we have much work to do. I'm sure you can get in a fold. So we welcome you if that is you. So I just thank God again for the word. I thank God for how he loves us, how he keeps us, how he carries us, how he connects with us, how he has compassion towards us. I don't know if you realize it or not, but we're in a good place. Through unemployment, we're in a good place. Mr. Rick, I know your mother has gone on to glory, but you're in a good place. Kanisha, the Lord protected you in that car accident, and I know your body is hurting and aching, and your back is in pain, but you're in a good place. God, we love you. We're in a good place, y'all. So as Pastor Cole said before, continue to worship him in spirit and in truth with all of your soul, with all of your might, with all of your mind and your spirit. Please don't let this word fall on deaf ear. I pray that it's planted and that I can take good root. We just want to thank you all for your giving. You know the drill, you know the routine, and if you're new, this is your first time visiting us, should be on the screen. You can come and give online. We want to thank you for your gifts. You can't see right now, but we literally have countless books of uh, school supplies. We don't know what the superintendent or the school board or the board of education is going to rule as far as Hillsborough County, but one thing we do know is that our children are going to need education. And with that education, they're going to need supplies. So we just thank you for every single gift. Yes, we're able to keep the lights on. We haven't had any eviction notice. But we thank you that your gifts are helping us to continue with ministry. We've been able to give groceries. We've been able to give away clothes and food and uh, just household items because of your gifts. And Pastor Keith says it all the time, Pastor Cole, we probably have more money now than we had before the pandemic. Can't explain it. It's just God. And so I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for your commitment, even during this time, because God continues to show himself strong, even in your giving. So please 
if you want to tithe, if you want to give uh, for supplies, if you want to give to a ministry, we have two ways of giving. You can give through our PayPal app and you can also give through Cash App. Let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I feel your presence. God, you're so worthy to be praised. I pray that on this week, God, that if we feel discouraged, oh God, that we can remember this word. I pray, God, that we'll protect our, pre- our, fu- our excuse me, our protect our past. I pray, God, that we can pray for our future or our present, excuse me. And most importantly, we can praise for the future and, and even what's going on right now. God, we know this situation is fluid. Somebody's going to walk out today. The essential workers here or walk out of their living room. God, and something is going to change. Something unexpected. But we've learned on today that you are a fluid God. So I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you will meet your people wherever they are. I pray, God, that you will be a God of all to your people. Lord God, for those that may have court dates coming up, God. God, I pray that you be their judge. Lord God, for those that are sitting in the jail cell on today. God, I pray that you be with them. God, those that are in the hospital, not just because of COVID, but because they're in need of a kidney transplant, because they've been diagnosed with cancer, because they have respiratory failure. God, I pray that you be Jehovah Rapha on today. God, for that single mom that has been dependent on the 600 pandemic relief from the CARES Act. God, we know it's coming to an end. But I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll be her provider. God, we thank you. We love you. And we honor you. And we ask all of these things in your son Jesus name we pray. Amen. Way Church, we love you. We love you. I miss you guys so I'm confident that you didn't stumble upon this podcast by accident because God is sovereign. And whenever our sovereign God sends us a message for a reason, he wants us to respond. My prayer is that you respond by allowing the word to be planted in you so that it produces God's will for your life. Until next time, strive to not simply come to church, but to become the church.